From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, November 23rd. I'm Sarah Ryer. Between August 19th and August 23rd, as the August Complex fire was working towards becoming the state's largest wildfire, almost 50 earthquakes were measured 11 miles east-southeast of Willits. The first one was a magnitude 4.2, and most of the aftershocks were tiny, with just four of them above a magnitude 3. Cynthia Pridmore is a senior engineering geologist at the California Geological Survey. She says Willits, like most of California, is really close to an active fault, specifically the Maacamas, which is part of the Hayward Fault subsystem of the San Andreas. But starting with the big picture, in terms of tectonic plates and geological time versus the time it takes for human understanding. We only know the fault zones that we've been able to identify so, so far. If you go out in the middle of the ocean and you, you pick a point, and then you get, go into the middle of the United States and you pick a point, and then you, you track these points over time to see how far, they, how far they're moving apart, you can tell that the one in the ocean is moving to the northwest relative to just holding one still in the United States. So most of that motion, though, is not, it's not occurring in, in the central U.S. It's, it's as you get into Nevada slowly and into California, we're accommodating most of that movement. 15% of that is being accommodated in California. So California is like this, we're almost like our own little microplate. Telescoping from the entire country to the state to Willits, she took a look at local seismic activity in the last 70 years. And really over 70 years, six earthquakes that are greater than a 4.5, that's, you know, that's less than one every decade. That's, and that's, that's just a 4.5 to a 5. So it's, it, historically not a lot seems to happen from those, from those forms. But it is a major fault zone that goes through there. Um, there is creep along it, which means it, it, it slowly is moving, um, very, very, you know, millimeters moving. So, you know, people need to be aware that that fault could rupture. Each earthquake we have in California, we learn something. We know a lot, but we don't, we don't know everything. That there's faults we know, there's faults that maybe not made it to the surface yet that we don't know about down below. Um, it's, it's complicated. California is just a, you know, particularly along the San Andreas Fault Zone, you know, inland, we're you know, a major plate boundary here with, with several faults related to the San Andreas. We're just a really crunched up zone. And so when we're not having earthquakes, stress is building up. Uh, but that can go on for hundreds of years. Some earthquakes are caused by human activity, like a 5.7 shaker in 1975 around Lake Oroville, a reservoir impounding the Feather River in Butte County. So they drained it uh, to do uh, uh, construction work, and then they refilled it, and then they had they had the earthquake. So there was a strong connection there. Um, that's a lot of water, basically a, a huge canyon filled in. Lake Oroville is more than five times the depth of Lake Mendocino at its deepest, which it's not right now, as anyone who's slogged through cracked clay to the shallow water's edge can tell you. So could the drought that is causing Lake Mendocino, which is, you know, much smaller reservoir than that, mm-hmm. could yeah. that be causing small quakes up in the Willits and Ukiah area? I would think it would be right. doubtful that, that that would be affecting that. You know, all of the west coast of California, there's just, you know, we're a stone's throw away from, from earthquake faults that can, can, can cut loose. Sometimes swarms of earthquakes do precede a big one, but a lot of times it's the fault-releasing energy. And seismological equipment is super sensitive now. 
Twenty-nine of the quakes in August were under a 2.0 magnitude. And when we were younger, you never heard of earthquakes. You know, we, we didn't have the ability to measure like magnitude ones and twos very well, or, or we didn't have enough equipment out there to capture them. And so now in California, we see everything. <laughs> we capture everything. Still. About 90% of our population in California uh, lives within 20 miles of, a, of, a, of an active fault. So preparedness and, and improving our building codes and, and uh, are, are, are probably the two most important things, and that we know what to do during an earthquake. Amanda Moyer is the Earthquake Early Warning Program Manager at Cal OES, which has worked with the U.S. Geological Survey and private industry to roll out three ways to give people a few seconds between the first and second waves of a quake to drop, cover, and hold on. Some tools available through Earthquake Warning California are uh, the MySHake app, which is available for free on the Google Play or the Apple App Store, and then uh, Android Earthquake Warnings. Um, Google partnered with the United States Geological Survey and Cal OES to actually build in earthquake warning technology into their phones. Um, And that was rolled out in August of this year. A third component of that message um, that's sent from an alert center is uh, potentially a wireless um, emergency alert message or um, a uh, government-issued emergency alert, such as like an AMBER alert. So uh, we a message or authorized national, state, or local government um, authorities can send WIA warnings for incidents like, like I mentioned, AMBER alerts or severe weather warnings or earthquakes with a magnitude 5.0 or greater. If it's too much to pile earthquakes onto everything else to be ready for, Moyer has some welcome words for those who've been preparing for fires. We can prepare kits that include important documents, medications, flashlights, portable radios, batteries, water, snacks, food, and warm clothes. So, uh, you know, preparing for a fire also helps you prepare for, for other types of natural disasters. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also download the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.